This is How Do You Do That with Emily Tresseter on Joy 94.9, the show answering the questions you didn't even know you had. Hello, I'm Linda Daha from the Netherlands. I'm illustrator and co-writer of King King. Hi, I'm Ster Nijland from the Netherlands and I made a picture book with Linda Daha and I'm the illustrator and author. This week's guests, Linda and Stern, co-wrote and illustrated the children's book King and King. Originally written 20 years ago in Dutch, it has now been translated into 12 languages and continues to be republished all over the world. The story is a classic fairy tale, though it doesn't end with the prince meeting his princess. It ends with the prince meeting his prince, and not to spoil too much, becoming King and King. Linda, Stern and I talk about collaboration, the magic of picture books, and the incredible success of the book, which has transformed their lives into a fairy tale of its own. Plus, some of the controversy that's also come with the book. But first, let's find out why Linda and Stern focused on picture books. For me and also Linda, probably, as well as always drawing as a child, my whole house was filled with picture books. My mom had lots of picture books, and I always got lost in them. And I think they are from zero to a hundred, because I still love them and like them, and I read children's books, and I love to go to the bookstore and see what's new. So it's just like a picture book is like a fairy tale within a fairy tale in images I just get lost in them and children get lost in them yeah there's something so, magic about them yeah and I love a picture book where the story tells a story and the pictures tell a different story or a, an additional story also text and images complement each other as well so it's a, a, a deeper layer than just texts I agree and I, I love to get lost in art books <laughs> and, and, and why books for children I think because a lot of adult books don't have pictures <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> they should <laughs> to focus on the children books because because there's more space for us. But yeah, I hesitate to call them children's books because really yeah. they're just picture books. I yeah. think there are a lot of adults who are buying children books for themselves. Yeah, yeah, and like what you were saying, it's art. Each page is a piece of art. Realistically, you could yeah. you could take the page and yeah. frame it. Yeah, you could, you can, and especially with the I call it the good children's books because uh, we went to uh, Bologna a couple of times to the big book fair. And there are books from all over the world, picture books, children books, and just the best, like candy store, <laughs> tons of books, or and it's just like candy stores, just enjoying and yourself the, to the, the max. The, the children bookstore is also a candy store for me, also. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so I guess a question for both of you: When did you begin illustrating? I started when I was very young. And we were always drawing pictures at the house and doing like little drawing games. And I was always ma- making up stories and making comics and little drawings when I was on the phone and in the in my bed even with a little light on, always reading, writing and drawing everywhere all the time. So, and I knew early on I had to make something with like little stories and pictures love to draw even when I was younger so when I went to art school I already knew I had to make picture books it was just natural what about you Linda um, I was not really illustrating like Stan but I was drawing crafting always uh, everywhere <laughs> <laughs> and the first uh, illustrations I made thinking it was for the uh, student newspaper when I already was on art school that I was drawing and Playing with arts and crafts, <laughs> arts and crafts. <laughs> 
We have a word for it, Linda. We have a knutselen. Yes. We were always aan het knutselen. And there's yes. not an English word for it. It's like arts and crafts. You're making stuff with stuff. <laughs> cool. And, and we, we have this cool word for it. It's called knutselen. And we still love to knutsel. <laughs> oh, I love that. I feel like English misses a lot of things. That's a cool yeah. word. <laughs> yeah. Knutselen. So how did you two meet each other? Well, we met when we were 18 years old. We just started art school in Groningen. You both knew that you, you enjoyed making stuff out of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love to knuckle and, and also drawing and illustrating. And I think we knew after, right after art school, we joined a studio together. An art studio, a very cool one in the old dressing rooms of a swimming pool. So cool. And yeah, and we knew we wanted to make picture books. And then we thought, well, why not do it together? So knowing we wanted to work together on picture books, it came right after art school. We decided to do that one day a week. So we had one day a week we were working on King King. Stone had said that she'd always wanted to create picture books. Was it the same for Linda? Um, yes, but it was also a kind of goal which you can't reach because it's, it's so special and there are a lot of picture books and you have to compete with all over the world so it was it was a dream but i didn't think it was a realistic dream <laughs> so we are lucky i guess so they met in art school agreed to work on a picture book together one day a week the book they ended up creating was king and king how did that concept come to them well we, we wanted to make a fairy tale because it's fun to make a fairy tale so we wanted to make our own fairy tale and we wanted to draw lots of princesses <laughs> I think that was a story. Yeah, beautiful castles and princesses, and it's just fun to draw. It's just cool. And we started to make a concept of, the, of a children's book, picture book, and then uh, with a storyboard. And halfway through the storyboard, we thought, well, wouldn't it be fun if he likes the brother of a princess instead of the beautiful princess? And just came along. This idea just came along. And we thought, oh, that's nice. And it hasn't been done. And it's a fun, classical fairy tale, but with a twist. Yeah, so it just came to us like that. Again, organically, it seems like everything yeah. sort of, yeah. We yes, we didn't really think about it. But we were aware of the fact we were make, making a fairy tale, which was a new fairy tale, but we didn't realize we had a theme or something. Yeah, we, we didn't realize the book would turn out to be like, well, would take us all over the world and be would last for so long. That's so cool. It's almost like a fairy tale within a fairy tale. <laughs> yeah, it is. Ah, yes. Yeah, that's sure. true. What was it like collaborating together? Did you work on a page each or each page together? We made the book in collage style. So it's also a technique which is very easy to work together. Of course, you can't work with everybody. <laughs> but we have been drawing with two hands on the same paper. So that was fun. I think we could really get along very well. And our drawing styles match and aanvullen. What is aanvullen? Yeah, complementing. We were complementing each other. Yeah, because of the technique, what Linda said, collage technique, it allows you to, well, sometimes we were drawing at the same time at the same time paper but sometimes Linda said Stern would you make a dress for the for the princess and I would go make a dress and she would stick it on the page and then I would draw a little face and well just yeah you know, organically is a word and you, you can work sometimes really together on the same page and sometimes the other one does something like make a dress or a crown for the kitty and then the other one draws the kitty and then you, and it comes together 
the collage technique allows you, you can make the background first and then you have all those small, small details and you can, you can make different compositions. You can try out different things without a, yeah. a digital drawing program. You just, on paper, you can try different scenes. So that's, that's fun. That's, and that's fun to do together. Would you say that your creative processes are similar? We have the same, the same way of uh, approaching a page of a book and the same way of working, I think. The same way of looking at pictures and details and planning a page, so to speak. But we have very different illustrative styles. So you can see, we can see really well, and people that know us can see who drew what face. People that know us can see, oh, that's Linda's face and that's Darren's face. Yeah, of course. So there's individuality in your art, obviously. But I I guess it was really lucky that you worked together. Yeah. Yeah. The way of working is really similar and complementing to each other and really just fun. It's like a party. I love that. And sometimes it's hard because you have to, you don't always agree, but usually always actually we come to terms and we we agree on something eventually and it takes it, it goes faster in making a book alone not because you're just two of us sometimes you draw something and then you have to sleep over a night or something like that when you're working alone and now you can respond to each other directly and then you can take more step in less time than when you're working alone 2020 marks the 20th anniversary of the first release of king and king I wanted to know why this story was so important to both Linda and Stern. We we only did the story. The story was is our gift. It's our first child, and now we know it is important as it is. <laughs> we want to um, continue, but yeah. Stuff. But it's also uh, we did never expect it to be going all around the world, and it being so important to people. Two years ago, we went to Mexico City because the ballet in Mexico did this wonderful piece, and the book came to life on stage, and we got to be there and meet the dancers and the choreographer and. Uh, was wonderful, wonderful. But also we got to meet people from all over Mexico that came to see us and they were telling us what the book meant to them because in uh, South America the book is really important apparently. We didn't know. But these people came all the way to Mexico City to tell us that and they were crying that this was so important to them. Because it opened their eyes and their children got to read a book like this and we hear that a lot. I wish this book had been there when I was a child. Because it's just a diversity in children Books, books is very important. So also this story is one of them. There are many uh, different types of fairy tales and books and diversity in children's books. This is important for young children to learn that this is just part of life and normal. And uh, yeah, so the book is, has become more and more important to us. After reading more and more about King and King, I found out that this may have been the first gay kiss depicted in a children's book ever. I asked Linda and Stern whether they knew that or had even thought about it when making the book. No, we didn't think about it. We just thought it was fun to, like uh, in a cartoon, when the, the image fades and there you have the circle, we thought it would be fun to have like the little hearts on their face. Because children think kissing is ew for everyone, so also for the princess. So that's yes. why we put the little heart on top. No, we didn't realize. So many people have bought, read and loved King and King. Tell me about some of the really positive feedback you've received about the book. Yes, we, there was negative feedback, but not to to us. It was on the um, socials or at publishing house. I had an interview with a student from uh, London. I think this is 10 years ago. He was from India originally. 
talked about uh, the story a lot. And um, uh, my youngest child was saying, <laughs> having a, had to argue about some, uh, playing mom and dad. <laughs> and then she had this solution uh, with playing mom and mom. <laughs> and I was talking to him about this, about how my children uh, were playing about uh, mom and mom instead of mom and dad. And he was crying because he said it was impossible for me to uh, play dad and dad when I was young. And when we made the book, we were very young. We were just 20. And now we are older and we have children of our own. Realize how important the book is for everybody. It's really precious. So if the, the book is a gift, it's also, also all this uh, warm and personal stories. Yes, I think it's very uh, yeah, very special. So and, and this is just one reaction. We had a, lots of uh, reactions like this. A lot of times, just like Stern said before, uh, uh, I wish I have had this book when I was younger. Uh, books being replaced by people yeah, when when the book was was uh, uh, not allowed in the school library in the states anymore. People sent uh, sent books to replace books parents uh, kept behind. So it's what you said earlier. It's it's almost a fairy tale in a fairy tale. This book brought us so many precious moments. So it's really special. <laughs> yeah, it's lovely. Yes, it is. I think the the, yeah, the moment in Mexico, seeing it literally brought to life on stage, would have been yeah, so so amazing. incredible. And Linda has a little bit of a background in dance her uh, daughter dances well both actually and we were on the stage with the professional ballet and it was so beautiful and everyone was so sweet it felt like they were our family yeah and it was so beautifully done with a choir and also very beautiful and choreographer he just made the book come to life could you ever imagine that happening when you first wrote it when you were 20 years old no, <laughs> no, never, of course. <laughs> no. we, were, we were glad it was published anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got a book. <laughs> That's amazing. No, no it's, it's more than a dream coming true. And and, and the choreographer, uh, Demi Volpe, I, I talked yeah. a lot with him also after uh, the ballet. He said, you, you made this story and now you have to continue so you have to do the interviews because it is important so that's why we are here <laughs> and we, we realize it and it brings it brings us a lot uh, we were also in uh, Liverpool the pieces also brought us a, a theater play without words so you can also tell the story without words it's very uh, special to uh, have made something which inspires so many people makes such wonderful creations out of it so it's really great to to uh, be part of that. Earlier, Linda mentioned that there has been some controversy surrounding the book. A number of schools in the United States banned the book, and some parents petitioned that it was a story that shouldn't be told to young children. Considering Linda and Stern never expected the popularity and opportunities that came with the book, did they expect such controversy? No, we never expected and And we thought about it a lot. And we always say, but whether you like it or not, people are gay. And ignoring is not helping anyone. And if you don't like the book, you don't read it. But yeah, you can't deny people are gay. So I really have difficulties to understand why people have problems with the book. Well, that's it's sad because what kind of message yeah. do you give to your children? Children, for example, a little girl took the book from the school library because we guess because she liked the illustrations and the story. And then she get home and parents get sad. And then what kind of message do you give to your child i i really can follow it no well we have uh bench books bracelets so that's fun <laughs> 
we were part of Banned Books Week. So yay. And we were Antichrists of the Week once in the States. <laughs> that was really cool. <laughs> I put it on my resume. So <laughs> no, but that it. was also and it and it, and it cost uh, higher sales rates, so well. You know, always. How it's 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 important because this we have to face it together, and 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 if it's our book, it's it's it, it's a our responsibility. Of, we have to yeah. to start with with the children, and and this book it works very well. And yeah, it's sad to be in a discussion where people are so hard. <laughs> yeah, it's and uh, and very read important. It's just that we read it so many times to small children, mm-hmm. and they don't even care. They care about the crown kitty. They care about the princesses being funny, but not about the prince falling in love with the prince. They don't even care. So that's sad. When when parents are angry at children, or a school teacher in the United States of America, he was fired from school for reading it to the children. That's really sad. And it's sad when you think about it. But I guess that's it's, part of the, the reason that the book has had such longevity. Because yeah, and it's still important, absolutely. apparently. There's been controversy, but having just been translated into its 12th language, Italian, the positive power of the book most definitely prevails. As I said earlier, this year marks the 20th anniversary of the book's release, and I asked Linda and Stern whether much had changed over the years with the way that they create. Not really. Great. No, we both. Sometimes we do, but the most fun part is this crafting way of illustrating, and something it's now allowed again. <laughs> yeah, the handcraft is uh, again uh, popular. Yeah, but we like to 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 make lino cuts and graphical illustrations and to draw with a pencil. You have to feel the paper and smell the pencil, and we both love materials to to feel and touch and see and smell and it's all part of the illustration because even if you draw with ink it has a certain smell i have an etsy press at my studio i love to etz and make lino cuts because it's just craft kind of illustration we still do it and now what linda says it's again popular so time to make more books back to the old ways yes. <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> the book has been translated into its 12th language this year italian yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> we've, we've touched on this quite a bit throughout the interview but what do you think continues to engage audiences and publishers why do publishers want to keep translating it and reprinting it well, there are lots of books on the subject with two moms or with the penguins and with a sheep feeling like he's a, we have it in, in, in the Dutch, um, a sheep feeling like a pig. And But this is the only story without uh, degrading the book, but it's simplistic. It's just simple. There's no, it's just what it is. It's a simple love story. It's not metaphoric. Yeah, it's not metaphoric. It's not a theme book. It's not, it's just... A happy fairy tale, and that's the whole charisma of the book. We believe. Yeah, and I do you agree? Also, the yes, I agree, and also the enthusiasm which we had just finishing art school, just making this new normal uh, fairy tale. <laughs> I think you can feel that and people uh, can see that. So I think that's the strength of the story. Yeah, it's almost and, uh, naive. We were naive at the time. Yes, this naive or just not naive. This 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 fairy tale should be the, also a normal fairy tale. Yeah, I, and I we also... I think that's, that's the way it should go. So. And we're really Dutch, so we're really sober people. <laughs> so it's just, well, it hasn't been made. It's fun. Let's do it. 
like nor for us it's normal it was i guess not optimism because it should just be the normal fairy tale but you kind of weren't held back by inhibition because you didn't even think yep. about the, the possibility that that's it right would, yeah that's why it resonates mm, with publishers yeah i mean it, it must just be so cool to have created this thing so many years ago and still <laughs> see it kind of almost is blossoming more and more yeah it's really special yeah it's it's still well like in the set it's our first child so we'll take good care of it. <laughs> and Emily, you know, what's also part of fun is we made it together and, and we kind of grew up with the story. So now we're still having all these adventures together. So <laughs> that's really special. And that's, uh, yeah, having to do that alone uh, wouldn't be, would be so different to do it alone. It's not... And you can advertise your own book because it's something you make together. For your own solo work, it's way harder. Yeah, because you can say, oh, well, Linda made it, so let's advertise yeah. it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Linda and Stern have both continued to create over the last 20 years and seem eager to create more picture books. Let's find out what their least favorite part of the process is, though. Is all the things that you never see but end up in the trash can. <laughs> oh, no. And the administration and the lobbying and the sending your yeah. scripts to a publishing house, sending it to another publishing house, sending it to another publishing house. Never hearing to... back from them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's sometimes hard. Well, maybe because everyone wants to make children's books, uh, it's hard work and we went to, to school for it art school and people don't always realize how much work it is and that sometimes you make a book that that's never published or you make a beautiful book and because of how the market is and how, uh, how it goes in the system your book is being dismissed after two months it goes in the trash because it doesn't sell as well as they thought and then you make this book and it's been published and like a few months later it's already lost what keeps you going when that happens well you just need it's like uh without being elite or some sounding elite it's just some it's a necessity you need to make illustrations you need to make books it's just something within i just i just need to draw that's it it's part of your family i also yeah i also have a job now i'm teacher And I have to, but it's also fun, but I can't wait for the day when I can focus completely on art and drawing. And okay, now we definitely need to hear about their favorite part of creating. The favorite part is thinking of something new and then having it go from the publishing house and then just draw and creating. The, that's the most fun part. And also after it's been published, go to schools and read aloud. That's that's fun. And seeing it for the first time in the bookstore, your own book, it's also really cool. But also when you think of a page and it's it's on the page just like you imagined. And that doesn't always happen. But when it does, it's like, I can't use the word, but it's great. <laughs> Are you going to make anything else together in the future? Yeah, we really want to. I love to. to make. <laughs> yeah, we love to when we have just have to make and create the time and then do it. Yeah. Yes. Drawing, make a picture. Yes. <laughs> What's the word again? Yes. Drawing. <laughs> yes. You'll be yeah. doing that for the rest of your lives. Yes, always knutsula. Yes. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to Linda and Stern. You can find out more about their book, King and King, by heading to either of their websites. That's Stern Nyland, N-I-J-L-A-N-D dot N-L, or Linda Dehan, D-E-H-A-A-N dot com. Thanks for listening to another episode of How Do You Do That with Emily Tresseter. 
If you think you or someone you know would make a great guest on the show, get in touch. Email howdoyoudothat at joy.org.au.